0: Um, hello. Hello, <laughs>
1: Megan.
0: How it's are not- you?
1: It's weird not having a guest. It's weird just seeing you on the screen.
0: I know. This is the inside. This is what the inside of the Songwriter Diaries looks like. <laughs> it's <laughs> just us. Like. Yeah, <laughs> it's just us.
1: We actually fake all of our guests. It's just, <laughs> in- it's just us doing impressions. There's doing an accent.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Psych. <laughs> surprise (laughs) um well we're just here to do a little songwriting check-in mid-season songwriting check yes um (laughs) how are you what have you been writing what have you been up to
1: what have i been writing i've actually been writing a lot recently
0: Ooh. um,
1: and i give most of the credit to therapy Mm. um this is also going to be a mental health update
0: we love I therapy.
1: I started with a new therapist like probably 3 months ago ish. No, longer ago than that. Like 6 months ago but started going consistently like 3 months ago with her. And since I started going consistently to her, I've been writing a lot more. Like every time I get out of therapy, I write whether that's journaling that's awesome. or songwriting. And I'm discovering that the more that I process my emotions through therapy, the more that I can like get out on paper. Because I think where I was at with my songwriting mm-hmm. before, I'm sorry, I just took over the stage, Megan. I'm just <laughs> no, I love hearing <laughs> I'm this. Putting it all out there. The
0: people need to hear it.
1: The people need to hear about my life. <laughs> I just sounded like
0: Anna from. Inventor you did my laugh. <laughs> my laugh. Oh
1: my god. Oh, I love that show. I Me know. too. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but I was at a mental block with my writing because every time I sat down to write, I would have an emotional breakdown. And I think it was just because I wasn't ready to process
0: mm-hmm. my
1: emotions. I'm saying this to Megan like she hasn't already heard it a million times. But <laughs> I would sit down and try to process my emotions and then I just got to be too much and I couldn't do it absolutely so therapy, I'm able to process the emotions in a way that's healthier because yeah. through therapy and not just you know me alone with my thoughts um and then I'm able to write about the process rather than just like sit and be totally stifled by my own emotional baggage
0: you know I love it that's awesome so we're
1: writing more Still Yay! sad songs still processing <laughs> breakup um but you good know.
0: good good
1: and self-image and mental health but you know it's fine it's
0: getting <laughs>
1: out there it Yay. is getting written so how is your songwriting
0: <laughs> it's getting out from the inside to be processed and turned into art and that's what's important
1: yes so true
0: um my songwriting is good i you know to be honest i haven't been really sitting down to just write by myself and i haven't been journaling i've been kind of slacking to be honest my day job is kind of like i feel like taking over my life and i think i need to do something about that but that's a story for another day (laughs) but what i was gonna say is I am co-writing a little bit more, and I recently, like a week or two ago, had a writing session with Caden, our friend, who is hopefully going to be on the pod soon, Um, and we wrote this song that I'm absolutely obsessed with. Uh, We titled it Curfew, and I really love it, and he just kind of, like, really kind of helped me kind of come out of my songwriting like co-writing shell a little bit because i mm-hmm. i'm not like a huge fan of co-writing but with him it came very easily which i was very surprised by so it was really fun i think we're gonna do it again soon yes! so i hope so because i would just love to play more music with him because he's so wickedly talented it's like stupid how good he is oh yeah he's so it's dumb so good dumb. <laughs> he's
1: so yeah, <laughs> yeah he's and... a
0: <laughs> uh, yeah he should like, be on hey, our take podcast it over. Take it over. <laughs> <laughs> and um so yeah um i've been co-writing a little bit more i also recently got together with my friend john morning bear who was also on our podcast way oh back gosh, when like years I ago him. i know and we got to catch up and do a little like we started a song and i like where it's heading um and he, in Colorado now? he is yeah he when covid started he was in australia obviously because mm-hmm. he moved there and when covid started he had to move back they kind of like kicked oh. everyone out that wasn't australian um oh. and so he moved back and now and he just bought like a little townhouse on broadway like <gasps> literally right next to voodoo donut on broadway
1: oh shut up oh super cool Everybody goes to the (laughs) local.
0: Yeah. Everyone go say hey. (laughs) Meet
1: him outside the voodoo.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I saw him. So I've been kind of like getting back into like hanging out with musical people and trying to co write to kind of just get the juices flowing. And it's been good. So hopefully I'll write by myself some more in the coming days and weeks.
1: Yeah. You forget how much it motivates you to be surrounded by. Musical people,
0: just, yeah.
1: Like even with this, my roommate's not musical. I mean, she can sing, but she's not pursuing a musical career. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, just her being productive and being around her being productive makes me want to be productive. And so it's like being around people who are musical makes you want to be musical. Just like yes. being around people doing things makes you want to also do those things.
0: Yes, there was
1: probably a way better way to say that, but. Mm-hmm yep word bombing. no that's absolutely it <coughs> yeah
0: and like yeah it's just really yeah it's nice to kind of just get together with uh musical friends and kind of have no pressure like it's like if we write a song cool if we don't if we just sit around and kind of jam and just catch up for like two hours that's also cool yeah um so it's nice
1: yeah there's no deadlines or quotas
0: mm-hmm. It's nice yes. i think that would be
1: a hard thing about being a writer
0: full-time it's yeah like, oh my god that would be very hard
1: yeah because you have to make a certain quota and make deadlines and you know like a job because it's a job but yeah I think that would just take the fun out of it I for like me.
0: like it was kind of like that in school though like <clears throat> when we were That's in school so and I really enjoyed that um but I've been realizing that like I really Like, my stamina in terms of writing um, and, like, cranking out songs and also just, like, the amount of things that I can do, like, projects I can take on at once has gone down significantly. And I don't know if it's just because I'm older now or um or if it's because of the pandemic like i just like my life just kind of changed and you went Mm -hmm. we all went into that like hibernation mode and now we're like coming out of it and things are happening again and i'm just like exhausted all the time (laughs) but um i like i'm in a songwriting group on facebook with andy Sidow, who's also been on our podcast and shanae is in it too and he's been on our podcast no he just started it like at the end of last year
1: I was going to say I've been invited to a bunch and I've always accepted cuz I'm like, oh, it's my friends and it's songwriting. It's cool and I never do anything. You know? I know.
0: <laughs> I, just- I know, and I'm like afraid I'm going to be I'm about to be kicked out of this group because I haven't posted a song in like 3 months. <laughs> no, they won't kick you out. Uh, but you're like supposed to post one every month. And like I was well, doing I was doing not good. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Megan was like, "I did good for
1: the first month, and then I fell
0: off." (laughs) I did good for the first two months, and then I was like, "Uh." (laughs) um, And honestly, it's not even like the writing of the songs; it's the taking of the videos. (laughs) You know, like for some reason, the idea of like having to sit down and like videotape myself and like get good audio and get good video and all this bullshit—that is more exhausting than like writing the song. Oh, the
1: videos I post have. Horrible audio and video quality. I know, awful. And I'm like, but does it matter?
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know it does
1: matter, but to me, I'm like, it's there.
0: I know, like it does, but it doesn't. Ugh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say, lovey. I just want to get TikTok famous.
1: (laughs) Oh my god! Honestly, (laughs) I could see it for you. you I couldn't, but I could.
0: I know. See, like it's a but unrealistic you don't want dream. The
1: fame from us. <laughs> That's fair. I know it's hard when you're like, I just, I just want to be rich, and it's like, well, you don't want to work to get rich, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: like, but, yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: want to do anything to get there. I just want to uh, be it already. Yeah. But yeah. Speaking of the stamina thing, I, I talk about this all the time with my friends of like, in high school, how much shit that we did.
0: I know, and constantly. college, insane. Yeah,
1: but I was even just thinking, like in high school i was in like five different choirs and like was at school from like 6 a.m to 9 p.m some days
0: Mm -hmm. like
1: just doing rehearsals and classes and all that stuff and then doing competitions on the weekends like how did i have any like energy left i didn't do anything for myself i was never alone literally yeah and now like especially after college because college was still busy but it to me, it was less busy because I was in less extracurricular stuff. I was kind of like, this is my, this is my time, you know? Oh, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't, where was I going with this? Stamina. Oh, I value, <laughs> yes, I value my relaxation time so much more. Oh, my like, God, I me too. I love to be busy, but then I get busy and I'm like,
0: Oh, I hate I don't this. I want to be
1: busy. But yeah. I, like, like, I want to be busy, but still have, like, my three hours a day to just decompress and not do anything. Yeah. And I think that's also just having a full-time job, too. Like, I don't understand. I mean, you're doing it. Like, pursuing music full-time and also having a full-time job, that sounds exhausting to me.
0: It uh, is. I just can't is. even imagine.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you're like, mm-hmm. Yep, it yep. is exhausting.
1: I'm tired all the time.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm constantly tired but like I'm not I wouldn't even say I'm doing music full-time which kind of like I don't want to say that but it's true um I'm I like do it like I feel like it's it takes 50% of my energy Mm -hmm. um but yeah you're so right like god when I think back to what I was doing like even just the year before the pandemic hit um yeah. and like before we graduated like I had like two and a half jobs like two part-time jobs and then another little thing that I was doing like freelance podcast producing before I started this and then I was in a I was in several bands I was doing solo stuff I, and I was a full-time fucking student taking 18 or 19 credits each semester like yeah
1: I don't know how I did it Thank God we're done with school. I think about that all the time. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, I graduate. I did that. I have dreams all the time. Nightmares. School nightmares (laughs) about not graduating. Like missing a credit. And usually it's from high school. It's not from college. Mm. Like I'll miss a credit and they'll be like, oh, you can't graduate high school. And I'm like, I literally have a 4.0 and you're not going to let me graduate high school (laughs) because I missed one credit in Spanish class. Like what are you talking about?
0: Oh my God. All
1: the time, and I wake up and I'm like, thank God. And then I have to like remind myself, you graduated college. You don't ever need to do it again if you don't want to.
0: (laughs) I know. Isn't that an amazing thought? (laughs) I loved college for like the social aspect, but like, yeah. I'm just not a student. I never have been. (laughs) I never will be.
1: (laughs) You weren't the best student. I I was not. I loved being a student. I wouldn't say, but you weren't the best student because not because you weren't smart, but because you had other things that took more of your time and interest.
0: Yeah, like, I just didn't give a shit about school. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Like, I gave enough of a shit to still get a good enough GPA to have my scholarships, um, but that's it. Like, I had, I need to, for my scholarships, I needed to have a 3.5, and that's what I had, a 3.5. No higher.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I, no. These good degrees, baby. Yeah, you're like our friend Jacob. Like, so oh my God! Stupid, yes, smart, but just so busy with life and wanted to do other things, you know, that it just didn't. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm beating myself up if I get an A minus because I'm like, school is my identity.
0: <laughs> I was always like Caroline. What? <laughs> I
1: know. I was the girl people cheated off of for sure.
0: Oh, <laughs> I definitely cheated off of you many times.
1: <laughs> like, by the way. They revoke your degree. They're like... <laughs> they're like,
0: um... That what? you cheated
1: on your test. Oh. Uh, well,
0: okay, I didn't cheat on tests, but like homework oh. and shit.
1: Oh, well, yeah, we compared stuff all the time, but I feel like that was fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The line between cheating and resources is very...
0: <laughs> it's very blurred. <laughs> it's
1: very blurred.
0: It's a thin um, line.
1: <laughs> oh, but I wanted to ask you, because you talked about briefly... Either just to me or... It might have been on a podcast. I don't remember. (laughs) About your next album. Yes. Um, Are you starting to write that?
0: Yes, I have been. I've been writing it pretty much since the last album came out. Um, And I have about 10 songs saved up. Um, Some of those are co-writes. Some of those are just... Most of them are just me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a holiday song on also that i'm very excited about that i wrote this last christmas so christmas 2021
1: christmas? okay it's a christmas
0: song it's like a holiday yeah it's a christmas song it's definitely mm-hmm. a christmas song i wanted it to be a little more ambiguous but it's kind of like eh, i'm just gonna write a christmas song whatever um what's it called it's uh it's called feels like july because this last Christmas, I did not go home to my family in Oregon, so I wasn't with my parents, and my brother didn't go home either, and he was in Arizona with his wife in their trailer camper that they live in full-time, and then I was here in Colorado with co- my partner Colin and his family, and here in Colorado, there was, like, it didn't snow, and it was, like, very temperate, um, like, 40s, 50s, it, like, wasn't even cold for Christmas, which wow. is, like, so weird, because in Camp Sherman where I grew up, it would be like negative ten and like three feet of snow every Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I've I was like it was just weird and so I na- I called I uh this song it's kind of a pretty downer uh Christmas song. It's like a Phoebe Bridgers <laughs> Christmas song, okay? <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. And uh but it's basically just like kind of uh processing like how it feels to get older um and you're like like I'm turning 24 in like less than a month and so and you don't just turned 24 don't talk to me oh and my God, I've so, had so many crises I know and so it's like you're we're like really like in adulthood now and mm. it's just so so very different from Christmas is even like two or three years ago when you were like 20 21 you know yeah um and so the song's about that and i'm very excited i don't know if it'll i kind of wanted to put it on my next album kind of like you know how Joni mitchell has like river that's like Mm -hmm. kind of a christmas song kind of not a christmas song Mm -hmm. and it's on her album blue i kind of wanted to do something like that but i'm kind of also now i'm thinking it might just be a a one-off single that i release this coming uh holiday season
1: i'm like you have time to decide so
0: yeah Mm mm-hmm Um, and who knows, maybe I'll write another one and, like, do, like, a little A-side, B-side situation. But, um... I love that. But, yeah, I'm, like, starting to collect songs and write for my next album. And it definitely, there definitely is that... I don't even know if it's societal pressure. It's just internal pressure of, like, this is your sophomore album. It has to, like, really fucking kick ass. Like, it has to be better Mm -hmm. than the last one. And yeah. I think that's definitely doable because, you know, I listened to the my last album and it's like, there are still things that I would do better, that I would want to change, blah, blah, oh, blah. yeah. Blah. Always. But it's also like, damn, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like if you're not looking at your old stuff being like, oh, that could have changed that to make it sound yeah. like this. I Then you're not growing or morphing as an artist. Like, it doesn't even have to be like a lateral inclined as long as you're just like the cha- changing
0: yeah know? absolutely yeah um, are you thinking of recording anytime soon again
1: a great question um I think I'm at the point right now like I have a couple songs that I want to record but it would just be singles I don't think I'm mentally fiscally or emotionally ready to write a whole other album oh totally um So I think that yeah I don't know it's also hard because obviously Ben from Corsicana our producer extraordinaire um, I still call him him my producer even though now it's like I am in Nashville right we're obviously surrounded by so many talented creative people but it's like trying to finding someone to record your music is hard
0: like it's so hard because it's so intimate
1: trust. Yes, you need to trust them, and I had that trust with Ben, and it was also really easy because he was already recording with so many of my friends that I also trusted, Yeah, and he was also my friend and in a band that I loved, so it was like, this just makes sense. Yes. Whereas here, I one, people who are producers here are so busy, like, constantly. Like, Ben got so busy now, but when we recorded, he was less busy because he was, like just getting started with producing and recording and now I mean now he wouldn't even be able to book me for like five months you you know I just getting to find somebody I just haven't put in the time to look and it's honestly it's scary like yeah I don't think it's talked about enough and I admire people so much who have moved here that just like jump into the music scene yeah like it's terrifying entering into it and it wasn't nearly as scary in Colorado because you were just we were going to music school and surrounded by musicians and it was like this is what we came here to do yeah like forced into that community yeah um, in the best way but still forced into it yeah and here it's like you have to search it out Mm -hmm. and it's also like it's the smallest big city ever so it's like yes it's just so scary like you don't want to give like you could co-write with somebody and be awful and then they could tell everybody about it yep which I don't think the people I would write with would be cruel like that but it's still just scary (laughs) to me to like to try to enter into that bubble
0: No, absolutely. Um, And it's like I feel like just I mean like Nashville in itself just has that like extra kind of like baggage almost where you're like like it's a suitcase of nerves, I feel like, that you're taking into that. And just yeah,
1: yeah, I mean it's it's like getting a new therapist. Getting a new producer is like getting a new therapist. You have to (laughs) explain yourself to them all over again. Explain Mm -hmm. your sound, explain what you want. Whereas if you already have a producer that knows you and has recorded your music well and produced it well you don't need to explain what you're looking for Mm -hmm. unless you're drastically changing your direction like they just know and they know what you want if they're a good producer yeah it's so
0: nice
1: so i'm like "Ah, i just i i want to start recording but i would need to find somebody and also somebody would want like the thing with producers here is they have to also want
0: you whereas which is like it makes the it makes it even harder in that case.
1: Yeah, because it's like okay, if you don't like my stuff, like if you just do like heavily pop stuff or country stuff, like mm-hmm. you're not gonna want to work with me. Whereas Ben kind of like he didn't have to work with me, but we were friends, you yeah. know. And like it was like okay, you, <laughs> like if you say I'm yeah. gonna be, be hurt, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like- so, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not friends with anybody here that's a producer because I've also tried to not have all my friends be musicians because I don't want my life to be like only that you know yeah yep, and I yep, think yep. a lot of people here in the music scene which I love talking about music I love playing music I love hearing people's music but I I need something else in my life I'm like I work at a record label I yeah <laughs> like I make music and I need to have friends that do something else but absolutely kids, like talk to me about something else so i'm not just i don't need it to be my full life all the time
0: yes um
1: so i think i've also just kind of like shielded myself from getting too involved in like music groups but i think to the point that oh now i need to like re-enter those and try to you know make friends and i'm friends with musicians here but it's it's just weird the whole yeah. scene, I have I very much made myself, like, I am a music business person here. Like, I came here to pursue my career in the industry, not my career as an artist. Yeah. And I think it's hard to do... It's not hard to do both, but it's hard to explain yourself to people
0: yes. when you're doing
1: both. And I don't know. I'm on a tangent now, but it's just, I wish I was more... Involved in those circles and could get myself more involved, which I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just scared and lazy. So it's like, (laughs) and I love my friends that I have now.
0: Well, and it goes back full circle. It goes back to stamina, man. And like, not to like beat this dead horse, but like, We lived through a fucking (laughs) pandemic and I'm fucking tired and there's a war Mm -hmm. and like the world is dying and I'm tired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like,
1: I'm just exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I could produce my own stuff. And then I'm like, when am I ever going to learn how to do all that? I have friends doing that and I'm like, I can't even, I don't even have a, what is that called? Interface. I don't have an interface. I don't have a smartphone. <laughs> I have like an SM. What is the one that you use on stage? SM 58? uh 58. Which one is it?
0: 58. 58. I have mm-hmm. those. You got it.
1: To like bring to shows. Which have I ever used them? No, I just have them because I know that you're supposed to. <laughs> but I, I don't have like a recording setup. I knew how to work Pro Tools at once in my life, but not anymore. <laughs> I don't even have Logic. I have GarageBand. Okay, GarageBand.
0: Yo, honestly, GarageBand is slept on. It's a good... It's a good... It's a good DAW.
1: I mean, I feel like it's good for (laughs) demos, but, like, I'm not gonna release something that I recorded on GarageBand.
0: Oh, yeah, no, totally.
1: Yeah. So, I'm like, oh, and then with producers here, here's the other thing. You have to show demos, right?
0: Yeah, that's different. Yep.
1: And, like, I know I have demos, but they're all just like on my phone yeah I don't know I don't know what you're supposed to do like is it weird (laughs) to just send them voice memos that like yeah is that like a faux pas and the cat yowling. is that not professional but like I don't want to record a professional demo I don't know how to do that
0: yeah no it definitely like there's so many um moving parts to being a musical person and it and it's just like it's hard to keep up. But it's also, like, I was saying this the other day, because I, I played just kind of, like, a weird show at, like, a weird venue. I won't say where, uh, but it was weird. It was a weird place. You'll tell <laughs> And, <after>. and um, <laughs> but it was a really great show. The lineup was killer. And, um, and, like, I was saying to my partner Colin on the way home, like, sometimes it gets hard when you're putting in all this work putting in all this work um and it like feels like maybe the venue doesn't like treat you well or whatever and all you get is like a like a little teeny wad of cash and like 30 minutes of like pure bliss on stage but Mm -hmm. ultimately like that pure bliss is like to me that is what makes it worth it Mm -hmm. and i just need to keep remembering that and so like this conversation helps because like the stamina it sucks and there's so many moving parts and there's this and Mm -hmm. there's that and like you have to like learn how to fucking record yourself now and you gotta you gotta be on tiktok and you gotta do all these different things and it gets really overwhelming but the moral of the story is that like ultimately we all love it so much that we physically literally cannot stop doing it Um, because that reality is worse than the reality that is now and that's Mm. cool yeah I it's just
1: a lot there's so much and I was just talking to Bonnie another guest go listen
0: love her
1: her. um but I um was at a brunch with her and she was talking about how Her management was like, Yeah, you need to post on TikTok four times a day. She's like, Four times a day? I'm not doing interesting things four times a day. Like, what do you think I should be posting? And so I was talking to her about it. She's like, At this point, it's like anything that I find remotely interesting and just in my everyday, like people want to see who you are, not just a filtered version, filtered rehearsed version of yourself. Yeah. So just trying to make it more casual. And I'm trying to make my, I, I act like I'm posting on social media all the time. I'm not. Like, <laughs> what do I have to promote? Yeah. Um,
0: but Yourself just, like, and your love. My Myself. And I'm like, <laughs>
1: hot. <ha>, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was so sarcastic. That was, was like,
0: hashtag facts. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: but I, like, just trying to be more authentic.
0: Yeah. Because I think,
1: and I think we're leaning towards that way now. And I think TikTok helped with that because yeah have to post so often and like i think you see a side of people that's more authentic than you Mm -hmm. have on other platforms in the past um i'm totally speaking out of my ass though i don't know if that's actually true
0: no i Um, like very much so agree with that
1: yeah so just like being more authentic and putting less pressure Mm
0: -hmm.
1: on things and also just like you know just like having fun with it putting pressure yeah i need to stop putting pressure And I need to, like, get over myself and be like, you know, reach out to somebody and ask to co-write. Or, like, ask people what producers they know. I just need to get out of my head about it and just Mm -hmm. do it. You know?
0: Yeah, that is, like, man, that man, I needed to hear that. Because I've been, like, so kind of down and out, just like, this sucks, like, there's so much you have to do. Like, just being a little bitch baby, kind of. Mm-hmm. and um you're right like just have fun with it be authentic be mm-hmm. yourself like fucking post a picture with your double chin in it and yeah. like put up a tiktok of you like practicing and fucking up yeah because in, in that's the end who cares? yeah who cares? who cares and someone's probably gonna see that and be like oh my god so relatable i mess up all the time too mm-hmm. or like it's like that's really inspiring. Like maybe they like really like your music, and they see you like messing up, and they're like, "Oh, they're human too. Like I could be, mm-hmm. I could be their friend." Yeah. It's very so cool. true. Yeah, social media
1: has just like changed everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was the least profound thing I've ever said. Social media has changed. Social media, yeah, duh, Caroline
0: everything. I love it.
1: <laughs> this has been oh, a great yeah.
0: conversation.
1: <laughs> it has been yeah we just wanted to do a little mid-season catch-up and we um didn't want to interview today you know yeah
0: yeah. sometimes know.
1: you just want to chat with your mm-hmm. friend podcast co-host <laughs> and um and you know, shoot the it's shit today we yeah, are has been... on monday so it's a it monday, has been a monday.
0: <laughs> it has been a super monday monday <laughs> Um but oh. this has been fun and we love you all dearly whoever's out there listening.
1: Yes, we do. And you are doing enough.
0: You are doing enough.
1: And give yourself grace and forgiveness. Mm-hmm.
0: And we'll give ourselves grace and forgiveness. Preach. And then we'll all keep each other um held accountable. Mhm. Boom, mm-hmm. baby.
1: Yes. Uh we will hit you with another episode next week.
0: Yeah, next Tuesday don't know who Tuesday, the guest is gonna be yet. Bright um, and early.
1: But there will be a guest.
0: There will be a guest. Most likely. Alright. If right. not,
1: you'll just hear Megan and I probably having a similar conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, there okay. will be a guest. <laughs>
1: there will be. We're manifesting it. There will be a guest. And, Fabulous. Uh,
0: this has been the songwriter diaries.
1: <laughs> the songwriter diaries. We need to figure out how to sing our intro song.
0: Songwriter Writer diaries. diaries. <laughs> that, and
1: okay. That's so scene. Bad. The delay. The delay. <laughs>
0: and.